In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Today we've got a great reality TV show entitled Parent's Story. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, mother doesn't care if I get kicked out of my new house. So my mother and my youngest sister are moving to the UK in literally a few weeks. She sold my grandfather's house as it was no longer needed, but she didn't plan very well. She didn't plan a place to stay after the house was sold, as she claims she didn't expect the house to be sold so fast. And so once the house was sold, she started staying with my oldest sister without even asking, just expecting her to let her, which they did after a grovel. Originally, she was going to make me let her and my little sister stay, but as I live in a studio apartment, bedroom, kitchen, and lounge in one room, I told her it was impossible. After an argument or two, she said I must keep the cats then until she can figure out a temporary foster home. She procrastinates severely, so she's being slow on that point. She hasn't even booked tickets yet. She has over a dozen cats and she's taking five with her to the UK. The rest were adopted out. However, these cats aren't trained very well and being in a studio, it clutters the place. I told her I can take a few, but not all. My house doesn't allow pets, so I told her at first I can't, but then she went on a rant about how she's helped me so many times and that it's things we do for family. I've already gotten an email from my real estate saying they know I have cats here and that I need to be rid of them. Luckily, they're nice as I explain my situation that I'm just helping her out for a bit. I expected them to stay like two weeks. It's been almost two months. They've made the place smell terrible and keep scratching up my carpet stairs. They keep climbing up to the window edge and knocking things down and waking me up in the middle of the night. I've slept in because of lack of sleep and missed my uni classes so often. My partner doesn't mind cats, but when they're jumping all over us in the middle of the night, it's hard to deal with it. And the smell, too. No matter how many times I clean the litter trays, one of them keeps urinating on my clothes in the wardrobe, no matter how many times I close it and try to keep it closed. At the moment, the cat shelters and such are packed full, but boarding kennels can take them. I've told my mom that I can't have them and that boarding kennels are an option but she claims that they need certain requirements, yet she hasn't even looked any up, and I have. I've explained to her how they work and she won't listen. Anytime I try to explain any of this, she gets defensive, calling me a selfish bench and that this is what family does for each other. My youngest sister calls me selfish for not helping, my oldest sister calls me the same. Honestly, I'm left feeling like the sisters are saying that because they want to have a backup option to mooch off you too, not just the mom. At some point, you gotta put your foot down here and say it is how it is. You've taken more than advantage of my hospitality, but you've gotta make some kind of effort. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, parents want to use marriage in order to not divorce. Well, I didn't think I need to use this sub, but here we go. For some backstory, when I was two years old, my dad died in a car accident, then it was just me and my mother left. Another couple of villages away, there was a family with dad, mom, and daughter. The mom died of cancer. My mom found the dad from the other family and got a child. 
So now I live in a family with me, my mom, my stepdad, stepsister, and a half-sister. They got together when me and my stepsister were like seven and eight. Both my mom and my stepdad were previously married to their partner. However, when they got together, they didn't really think about it. Besides, my mom didn't have a stable job. She originally got a license for a French teacher, but she had some trouble with her voice. So she ended up working in administration for some different companies like Tulips and Oil. A couple of years ago, she decided that she wanted to become a primary school teacher. So she did a study work combination where she could both study to become a primary school teacher. This was possible because she was already a high school French teacher. She had some trouble with school work and ended up having to stop that. According to her, when someone came to observe her teaching skills, she got way too nervous and everything went wrong. Note that I'd only heard her side of the story from this and not the school side. At the beginning of the school year, she decided that her voice was healed enough, so she sent a mail to my old high school. I'm in my first year of university right now. My old high school was looking for a French teacher just for the first graders. Now she teaches three classes of first graders for about three hours a week each, I believe. She also does some work in the school library, like marking the absence for kids with attention. So her work hasn't been any stable over the years. My stepdad is the guy that calculates how thick each wall of a building has to be, so he does have a pretty stable job. Throughout all these years, when I was 7 when they got together and I'm now almost 18, they've never really been good about arguing with each other in a peaceful way. My mom always wants things to go exactly her way. My dad will get angry really quickly and start screaming, to which my mom screams back. I will admit, throughout all these years, I was kind of against them marrying. First of all, because our lives just weren't stable enough, but also because that would mean that my mom would switch to my dad's last name. This would mean that I was the only one in our family with a different last name. Last summer, they decided that they wanted to get married anyways, so my dad proposed to my mom in the kitchen. They then told me and just said I'll have to be okay with it. They then told me they wanted to get married on the day of my 18th birthday, so me and my stepsister could be the witnesses. I said absolutely not. My mom then tried to convince me multiple times with conversations and asking me why I don't want that and stuff. Now, I'm not the type of person to have some crazy party planned for my 18th birthday, but I'd just rather celebrate it with some family than have a wedding that day. Eventually, after me disagreeing, they decided to have it one week later. For their wedding, they wanted to have it Christmas themed. They were going to get officially married on November 17th and then have a party on November 25th. They said that because my mom's job still isn't stable, they wanted to keep it small to keep the cost low. Both me and my stepsister said that this is a terrible idea because then they'll regret it later. One of my mom's friends is lesbian. She came out of the closet last summer and had a girlfriend now. They want to move in together next year. Her girlfriend has photography as a hobby, so my mom asked her if she could take pictures at the wedding. From what she understood, my parents wanted to do a whole photo shoot. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. My parents just had planned to have a couple pictures here and there, nothing crazy. Today, my mom said that her friend's girlfriend is just really not an easy person to deal with and stuff. About an hour ago, my mom decided to send her friend's girlfriend angry texts about how she's picky and stuff, then started arguing with my dad about whether the friend is picky or not. My dad disagreed and told her not to send the text, then they got in a fight. Then my mom showed her that she'd already sent the texts. Then they got in an even harder fight. I was upstairs trying to sleep. This happened around 10pm but I'll have to wake up early tomorrow. I could hear them screaming upstairs. I knew my sister was still there so I texted her like, what the freak is going on? She then went upstairs to tell me the story. This got me thinking. This isn't the first time they fought. They're having fights like every other week and they keep becoming heavier with more screaming, not physical. I start feeling like they want to get married because they think it'll stabilize their relationship and so they don't have to get divorced. You know, kind of like how some people decide to get a child. I'll be honest, at this point, I'd much rather prefer them getting divorced than this stuff, but I also know my mom's current job just doesn't support that. I feel like I should mention that pretty much every time they fight, they ended up blaming either me or my stepsister, but never my currently 9-year-old half-sister. Every time they end up saying that it goes like this in every family. Also, they can be really unreasonable with punishments. Last week Sunday, I was home alone. So I had to do the laundry and empty the dishwasher. No big deal. I also had a lot of homework to do that day, but it wasn't a lot of laundry. I did all the chores, but I forgot to check if the bed sheets were empty before putting them in the dryer. So when my parents got home by 6pm, of course they started screaming at me about that I was just being lazy and I just wasn't willing to make any effort and stuff. And then my mom told my dad that he could take the monitor of my PC away for a week. I then told my mom that I did do the rest of the laundry that day and I emptied and loaded the dishwasher and that the day before I also did that and cooked food and that I thought that taking away my monitor for an entire week would be a bit unreasonable for me, just forgetting to check if the bed sheets are empty. If only it wasn't for me saying that, she would have taken it away. She did ask my dad afterwards how she could disassemble my monitor without killing it, and he showed her. I honestly need people's opinions about how to deal with this stuff, whether it is indeed normal or not or if I'm just overreacting and how to carry on. 
100% the path forward here is finding a way to separate yourself from these people. I know it's easier said than done to be like, get a job, make money and leave, but definitely having some breathing room of your own is by far the best thing you could do. Our next story is, sister, guardian, gets mad at me for sticking up for myself. So this happened back in April of 2022, and this is one of the things that is fueling my want to get as far as I can from both of my siblings. So I was 16 at the time, and during April of 2022, I had a better relationship with my siblings than I do now. It went downhill from there. I do mostly all the chores, dishes, take care of the dog, trash, sweep, and mop the floors, etc. At times, like a normal human, I'd get tired of doing so because obviously I'm tired of the injustice. And whenever I brought it up, I always got yelled at and got threatened to have my things taken away, such as electronics, TV, the kind of stuff. This was one of the times when I was fed up to the point where I got into an argument with my middle sibling. I don't remember much of the fight, but I do remember us having a screaming match and me backing down because there was no use for me to continue fighting with someone who will never change their views. My middle sibling, after the fight, went to some sort of gas station to get something and I thought she had left. So I got worried and cried a lot. I have pretty severe abandonment issues due to my past. After I'd calmed down, I went to go tell my eldest sibling that the middle one left. After doing so, I went to go take a shower because I needed to anyway. It was a Sunday and I'd schooled the next day. When I got out, I checked my phone and saw a message from my eldest sister that said, You need to apologize to, enter middle sibling's name here, and you freaked up. I did so, and the middle sister didn't accept it, even though I was in the right. The fight was about how they both needed to pull their slack, because I was tired about doing everything, and I honestly don't know why I got blamed for that. So after that fight, she pulled the I'm moving away when I could card and got me blamed. I even got blamed that I'd make us go homeless. I got my phone taken and my TV privileges taken. Along with that, I had to be around the people who made me feel like it was my fault. After three days, my eldest sister gave me my phone back and said that none of that was my fault, even though she blamed me, specifically, and told me that I had to change. That was when I stopped bringing chores up and stopped really talking to them about personal things. Unfortunately, I think you do learn the hard way that there are some people you cannot share personal things with. It's just going to be a nightmare for you. Might not be now, might be a ways down the road when they all of a sudden bring something up or try to use something against you. Our next story is, my boyfriend's dad has been entitled and rude for two years. I, 19-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend, 17-year-old male, for over two years now. The entire time we've been together, his dad has not liked me. He says that I will turn out like my aunt and hates my family for no reason. So the other day, and this is where it really got to me, for context, I cheated on my boyfriend two years ago at the beginning of our relationship and his dad just found out this year, but since it happened, I have been nothing but loyal to him. My boyfriend had posted something on Facebook that had been from one of the games, my 2024 in two pictures. So the pictures had one of those Google couples, a male and a beautiful blonde and skinny woman. His dad commented on his post, I hope you find one like that. This really set me off after he has been nothing but rude to me, so I retaliated. I said, this is your son's girlfriend, will not post my name. You need to stop saying stuff like this, it's childish and rude. So what, life happens. We've talked about a lot, and you can all tell that we're okay today, but we're happy and you need to stop trying to ruin that. Grow up. Well, he replied, I don't like liars or cheaters, which you have done. 
Now again, yes, one time, two years ago, but I've never lied to my boyfriend. He always knew the truth. So I said, you lied to your girlfriend's face. The only reason I know is because me and your son tell each other everything. I'm glad you blocked me, but this is stupid. I've stayed quiet and never was anything but respectful to his dad. He replied to that comment with, you're better off just going back to Piedmont, crawling under a rock and leaving him alone and go freak around with other guys like you do. I was ticked. So I told my boyfriend he had to say something, and he did. He said, hey dad, what you're saying about my girlfriend is upsetting us very much, and can you please stop? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. He texts him back and says, Don't worry, I won't tell you the truth anymore and won't talk to either one of yous until you see what she's doing to you. Was I wrong for saying what I did? Genuinely curious. But yes, that's his dad. I don't think so. Obviously, this guy is way too far gone in his feelings, but it definitely does not deserve that kind of treatment. Our next story is Z-lister parent from reality show is rude to me, pettiness ensues. Thought you might get a kick out of my story here. So you're going to need a little context for this. In a lot of UK high schools, parent-slash-teacher conferences happen in a huge hall where all the teachers from each subject sit in an individual desk and parents move around by their individual timetable. You get five minutes with each of your child's teachers in a subject, then you move on to the next. Now, how these are spaced out, it's very tight with times. If you're late for a time slot, you can lose the meeting or everyone else is impacted and it all becomes chaos. Yes, people run late. The teachers are great and try to make it work. But to do this with two different children who are in the same year group, it's like a military option. Bit more context, I live in one of those posh, yummy mummy villages in the region of said reality show. Needless to say, I do not fit in being from a more grounded area, with a strong accent and a more alternative look than yummy mum. Another point is, a Z-lister celeb with entitlement issues is not uncommon here, but overall it's a wonderful place to live. Players in this story is me, my daughter, my foster daughter, foster daughter's bio mom, science teacher, and Mrs. Z-Lister, who has her son with her. At this time, both my daughters are in the last year of school, working their butts off, making mama proud. On to the story, finally. So, I'm on my mission seeing all the girls' teachers, sticking to timetable, girls and bio mom in tow. I'm speaking with other parents at each teacher's desks, gauging who needed to go first to get to their next appointment. It's going really well and I'm letting people in front if they have a sooner appointment next time and people are doing the same. It's going great so far. Up I scoot to foster daughter's science appointment with her and bio mom. Daughter is talking to a friend while we wait for her next one and see Z-Lister stood waiting for science teacher. At this point I have no clue who she is as I don't watch said reality show. Following is our exchange. I said, hiya, you've been waiting long? Z-Lister stares at me, looks me up and down. I say, what time is your appointment? If you're in a hurry, I can... They say I'm next. 
Okay, but what time is your appointment so we can help? They say again, I'm next. I say, okay, love. Z-Lister's son hangs his head. Foster daughter and bio mom try to start to argue with Z-Lister. I put my hand up to say, don't. Bio mom tried to protest saying how rude she is. Told her I would handle it. The set of parents who are finishing their appointments stand up to move in opposite direct direction of me. I step in and take their seats facing teacher. Z-Lister said, it is me now, you move. I said, no, I don't think so. The Z-Lister said, it's me next, move. I said, no thanks. Z turns to teacher and says, make her move, it's me. The teacher sighs and says, would you mind letting her have a turn? I smile brightly and say, no thank you, I think I'll have our turn now. The Z-Lister says, move now. I shoo my hand at her while looking at the teacher dead in the eye. They say, don't you know who I am? I say, you're a butt. Now back up, sweetie, shooing again. The Z-Lister says, it's my turn. I say, no. They say, if my bottle was full, I would throw it at you. I say, shame. I am a bit thirsty. By this time, we'd attracted some attention. Z-Lister decides to back off to the side at this point as the head of science starts to walk over. Foster daughter's appointment went really well. I was overly animated at how wonderful everything was. We finish our appointment, stand up, and I give Z-Lister the biggest dirt-eating grin I could muster. Z-Lister said, Bench. I say, have a nice appointment. We went away with foster daughter and bio mum and stitches. I'm then informed who she is. Still no clue. There was a lot of talk around the hall the rest of the night. At the end, I went to science teacher and apologized for my behavior. He found it hilarious. Next day at school, the son came and apologized for his mother's behavior to my foster daughter. She tells me they had a good laugh and son tells her this is a common occurrence with his mother. I don't condone my behavior, but I believe nobody should speak to another human like dirt and get away with it. Z-Lister probably didn't learn anything but my foster daughter learned that nobody messes with her when I'm around. Wasn't the last lesson she saw in action either. Our next story is ex-stepdad shows up unannounced and tries to force my little brother to go with him. This happened recently and I just need to get this off my chest. So, because of a housing situation, I live with my parents, grandparents, my uncle and aunt, my cousins, and my little brothers. It's Sunday, so everyone was at church aside from me and my 11-year-old brother, who I'll call B. It was 12.20, so I figured everyone would be coming home soon. I heard the car's gate open and a knock on the front door, so I hurried to it. I wear glasses, but I didn't have them on in this particular moment, because I was making coffee and that usually steams my lenses. I looked through the peephole, and though I couldn't tell who it was, I recognized the shirt as the same one my current stepdad wore to church that day. When I opened the door though, I realized it was my old stepdad, Brad. The guy was, and still is, the absolute worst. For the four years he was married to my mom, he was a total alcoholic, a downright horrible person, an abusive husband and father, an unapologetic cheater, just complete scum. Hearing him argue with my mom while growing up is the reason my brother is really sensitive emotionally. And even after all he put the three of us through, even though his own son is legitimately scared of him, he thinks he has a right to come and take him whenever he wants. He said he came here to pick up my little brother so he could visit his younger twin half-sisters. The thing is though, he called on Saturday and said he'd come on the day but never showed up, which isn't anything new. I was going to lie to him and say I was the only one home, but then my little brother walked into the room. Brad started talking to B and told him that he was here to pick him up. He then asked if we were alone in the house. 
I lied and said our uncle was here since he knew our uncle and also knew that he's a cop. Unfortunately, he saw right through my bluff by calling my uncle's phone and listening for the ring. He called B towards him and started trying to guilt him into coming with him by saying that he doesn't see his sisters enough. Whose fault is that? I could tell B was uncomfortable and scared, so I told Brad that he should have come yesterday since we had plans for today. He asked me where our mom was so he could talk to her. I knew for a fact he knew where she was because she always goes to church on Sundays, and that's why he showed up when he did. He then asked me if I could call her since she blocked his number. My phone was in my room and even though I really didn't want to take my eyes off him, it did seem like a good idea to call my parents and tell them to get home as soon as possible. I slowly stepped out of view before running to my room, grabbing my phone and running back. By the time I got back though, he'd let himself inside the house. I quickly called my mom and she picked up in the middle of church. I gave Brad my phone and he stepped outside for a moment to take the call. I quickly turned to B, who at this point was crying because he felt pressured and uncomfortable. I sat B down on the couch and tried to calm him down. Brad comes back in, along with him comes Rad, his 15-year-old son from another marriage. That's not his real name, but his name is literally the same as Brad's, just without the B. Even though our mother told him on the phone that B couldn't go with him, he was determined to wait there until my parents got back so he could talk in person. He sat down on the couch next to B and Rad sat in a chair opposite. Rad was looking really sorry for us and I figured he was also here because of similar reasons. Now that I was close enough, I could smell the cigarette smoke and alcohol coming off of Brad, which wasn't at all considerate when he was here to see his son, who had asthma which he caused. I wanted to tell Brad to get out, but I figured that probably wasn't a good move, since he was quick to anger and just so happened to also be a cop and I didn't know whether or not he had his gun on him. We sat on the couch for 40 minutes with both Rad and me trying to keep the situation calm. The sound of the gate sliding open and several cars pulling into the driveway felt so relieving. In walks my uncle, current stepdad and grandpa. My stepdad is also a cop and my grandpa is a retired warden who are both bigger than Brad, so I knew for sure he wouldn't try anything now. My mom came in next and told me I could leave now since she wanted to talk with both Brad and B. I picked up my now ice-cold coffee and went to my room. I couldn't even relax enough to drink it until I knew Brad was gone. After another 20 minutes, I could hear Brad leaving, so I exited my room. On his way out, Rad apologized for all the trouble his dad caused, and I really felt bad that there wasn't really anything we could do for him. I feel so ashamed that I even opened the door in the first place and couldn't even stop Brad from coming in. This whole situation caused my brother a lot of turmoil and I really hope in the future that I can actually do something to prevent it. Honestly, if this guy comes over and he doesn't have any real reason to be there and he's threatening and imposing, well, I was gonna say consider calling the cops, but OP said that he's a cop himself. It honestly might not work out if they're all buddy-buddy. I would maybe begin looking more into just like security of things. Cameras or a doorbell. Really good locks. A video doorbell would be really good because then you would be able to see him outside. You would be able to address him outside. You wouldn't have to open that door and even let them in. Our next story is, got shouted at in supermarket by Entitled Dad. Hi all, I suffer from anxiety due to a health condition, but for the most part I handle things with medication and keeping my life as drama free as possible. I do however find it hard to handle loud noise and various other overstimulation. Yesterday I was in the supermarket pushing my trolley along picking up groceries when a work colleague approached me and we started chatting. 
We moved over to the corner to avoid inconvenience to other shoppers while we chatted. Suddenly, a little girl, about maybe three or four, runs into my legs and I say, oops, and I look up for her parents. I note a young couple who look tired but unconcerned and neither seems bothered that their child just ran into a stranger. So myself and the work colleague begin moving and shopping while still talking to each other, when suddenly the child begins screaming so loudly it hurt my ears. After a minute or two, the parents pass by next to me and in my periphery, I see the child has been put in the baby seat of the trolley, hence her tantrum. Her screaming is so loud, I really can't explain the volume that came out of that small girl. She let out a primal scream as she was wheeled by and I winced and backed away to distance myself from the sound when suddenly a gruff voice shouts at me, She's just a baby, that's what babies do. I looked at him, then my colleague and I looked at each other and we both said, Sorry? To which she said, You, meaning me, I saw you pulling faces at my daughter. I explained that I wasn't pulling faces at his daughter, a bit more of him shouting at me and me defending myself when I said, look, it's my face, I can do what I want with my own face. Anyway, I was really shaken up but finished my shop and said goodbye to my work colleague. As I'm packing up my groceries, the work colleague turns up with a staff member and starts complaining about the interaction. I was mortified as I just wanted to get to my car and leave. I told them I'm okay, don't wish to escalate things and just want to leave. Then, the colleague who seems really upset by the interaction insisted on speaking with the manager. I wasn't sure what to do, but could feel my anxiety beginning to spiral, so I left and got in my car. I had to do more chores, but just wanted to go home to my dogs. It made me feel upset all day. Seems some parents want to police people's facial expressions when their kid is having a full-on tantrum now. Yeah, I don't really know what kind of entitlement this is. You should be able to understand when your kid is a human siren that you're pulling faces because of the sound, not because of your kid. What, should you push by that wailing sound on a cart and just expect smiles towards their direction? I don't think so. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.